Welcome to the final podcast of Inside Polling of this season, of course. This is our second one of the day. I told you, uh, told you I'd be on twice today. This is Inside Polling. Of course, uh, you can find all the data, all the graphs, all the information if it's your first time aboard on InsidePolling.com. Also, Inside Polling 1 on Twitter. I First of all, I want to just say a couple things. We've been doing this since July 1 together. I've read you thousands of polls, thousands of polls. Uh, some of you in my audience has grown. You know, I want to thank all 16,000 people who listen, who follow, write me notes, ask me questions, agree, sometimes disagree, and that's great. That's all, and that's awesome. That's what this is all about. You know, politics is a fantastic thing. Yes, it's a little ugly at times. It's always been. It's never going to change. But nothing's like that feeling when your candidate's in the race and you got that emotional pump going and it's your candidate. It doesn't matter which party it is. It's fun. I've been part of a bunch of campaigns and I've always, always enjoyed this night. This night's the night when everything goes quiet. This is the night when you wake up in the morning and it's just dead quiet. And it's a relaxing feeling I always felt even when you lay it all on the line, your emotions are out there and some of you are some are first timers. And listen, some of you didn't even know what a red and blue state was. That's great. That's awesome. That's what I'm here for. And some of us are veterans, know everything, you know, think you know everything and but the great thing about politics, you never know. You never know. And that's what tomorrow's all about. Tomorrow, or if you're listening, listening tomorrow, today for you on election day, is a great day. It's a great day for everybody. And we move on. And that's what happens. Right? Time, time moves on, and then we'll be on two years from now. We'll have 25 candidates on the Republican side, 25 candidates on the, on the Democrat side, and we'll be fighting it out one more time. I've tried to take this right down the middle. There's not many news organizations or groups out there that will that will take it right down the middle. That's been my job all along. I'm not going to lean left. I'm not going to lean right. I'm not going to lean for Biden. I'm not going to lean for Trump. I'm trying to give you the facts. And that's the problem out there today is no one's out there giving it straight down the middle. Wouldn't it be nice to have just a news station that you could put on? or a newspaper that's not bickering in your ear, not trying to tell you what to do, leaning one way and you know it, and you know it just by turning it on. All you have to do is listen. News is not news anymore. News is everybody's opinion. Doesn't matter which channel it is, right? You can go up and down the whole line. Do you remember? You know, I may be a little older than some of you, but do you remember when you turn on the news and they just told you the news, what happened? Not, not what they said or what you should think. Everybody's trying to tell you what you should think. And that's why our audience has grown 
and we're the fastest growing political podcast out there. The reason why I'm not interested in telling you what to do, I'm just trying to give you the information. And that's what's missing today. Hopefully, hopefully someday somebody will fill that gap. But I know that's not where the ratings are, of course. Today's world is about action, about, you know, difficulties, creating drama. I get it. So today, I don't know if anybody of you listened to part one. I know I've had a ton of listeners. Um, but if some of you on li- uh, that didn't listen to the first one and you're, you're on to part two, I was on uh, this afternoon. I was probably around one or two-ish. I read just 70 polls. Today, tonight, and I wanted to come on tonight knowing that I wanted to get you the last second data, plug it into our four-day average on InsidePolling.com. Always go there. If you're looking for any of the poll numbers I'm, I'm talking about, jump on the site. It's free. This podcast is free. You'll never hear an ad. You'll never see an ad on a website. How, how, many, how many places can you go that do that? So I'm going to read you today. I'm going to say approximately maybe 20, maybe 20 to 25 numbers that, that came out since 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern uh, Election Eve. So where do we always start, where we always have since July 1st? Uh, Trump's approval rating. I have four new ones that came out this afternoon. I've been stressing on this show since July. Trump needed to get to 46 approval. He actually hit 40. He actually hit 46 yesterday, and then popped to 47 this morning. So he's driven this from 41 when I first started doing the show up to 47. After these polls I'm about to read you, it dropped back to 46 approval on a four-day average. So let's get to it. Everybody ready? Final go-around, everybody. It's been a hell of a ride. Love having you. Really enjoyed it. Morning Consult did their Trump's approval rating. Trump, 44 on the approval, 54 on the disapproval. Zogby, 50 on the approval, 50 on the disapproval. Zogby's a right-leaning poll. I always like to tell you that. IPSOS does it with uh, Reuters. 42 on the approval, 54 on the disapproval. YouGov, 45 approval, 54 disapproval. So the approval ratings go like this, 44, 50, 42, 45. We punch it into the average, four-day average. Um, So I got four years worth, basically. We started this. Where does Trump end? Election Eve, 46 on the approval, 52 on the disapproval. That's a minus six. Let's move to the national election. Um, I'm going to repeat myself again. I think the, the big news, and I don't want it to, you know, we don't want to shock everybody, but I think it's important we talk about it one, one last time. Remember, Hillary won by two, two point change, okay? Two, let's just call it 2.3. And Trump still won the Electoral College, won the election. We've gone through the process. We all now know it's about the states, right? We, we've kind of described that to you. But the most important thing to remember here is that Trump could still, could still lose by three and a half, four, four and a half, possibly even five. 
possibly even 6% on the popular vote and still win. And you're, I know you just jumped off the chair or, or in the car or on your walk in the morning or your workout. But here's the thing. You have to remember this. Trump can, Trump can win by a hair in Texas, win by a hair in Florida, win by a hair in Georgia, North Carolina, maybe even Pennsylvania, but could lose. But, it's, it, but the, the, the gap is going to be tighter. He's going to lose bigger in California. He's going to lose bigger in New York. He's going to lose, even in the southern states, more votes than he did in 16. So when you add that all up, the millions and millions and millions of votes, it may not change the outcome, but it's going to change the popular votes. So don't be surprised when you see the popular vote number. And, of course, California is going to come in late. Late, late, late tomorrow night. So the people on the East Coast, Midwest may not even see it. But the popular vote when you wake up on, boy, uh, you know, on Wednesday, it's going to be, it's going to grow quick. So let's get to some of the national numbers that I'm going to read you. And then I'll take you through uh, the averages on InsidePolling.com. So CNBC did their, did their national. We have Trump, uh, uh, Biden up by 10, 52 to 42. 52 to 42. Quinnipiac did their poll. Biden up by 11. Not a surprise from Quinnipiac to have a big number. Super left-leaning poll. 50 for Biden, 39 Trump. Quinnipiac, Biden plus 11. Uh, Reuters had it tighter. I think this is a good number. 52 Biden, 45 Trump. That's a plus 7. That's an accurate poll in my view. I think the number somewhere between four and a half and six and a half, something like that. And I think basically if it gets to six, six and a half, five and a half, then Biden's got an incredible shot. If it's around that four, four and a half, boy, oh boy, things are going to be tight. And, and let's be honest. Let's be honest. doesn't matter which party you belong to. Trump is just pounded. He's a monster on the campaign trail. He's a monster. Everybody can admit that. Monster meaning he is working his tail off. This guy is out there till one in the morning, every single night, basically basically seven days in a row. Seven days in a row. Think about it. Five stops. He's taught. He's screaming into a microphone for an hour. Five six hours of screaming. No sleep, on an airplane, and he's making a difference in the numbers. And of course, we always talk about this. It's another lesson of politics. Not that anybody needs one. But the incumbent, things always tighten back up for the incumbent in the end. So don't be surprised. If you're a Biden supporter, oh my gosh, I'm looking at these polls. Things have gotten tight. Well, of course, you're not winning by 13, 14 points. It's not going to happen. Certain states always, it's just what happens. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's a sheriff's race in your local, in your, in your local town or your, or your congressman or your senator or your governor. It's just what's natural in politics. That's what happens. People always kind of come back to the incumbent. Do I really want that change that I talked about? I'm not sure. And that's what happens when people go and vote. So I read you 70, basically almost 70 state polls today. Let's grind through uh, the last 20 here, guys. And let's start with Arizona. Reuters. Biden, 50. Trump, 47. That's a Biden plus three. Atlas did Ohio. 
We're flipping the other way now. Trump, 50. Biden, 47. That's a Trump plus three. CNBC did one, two, three, four, five, six. Six states. Arizona, Florida, Michigan, North Carolina, Penn, and Wisconsin. So let's get to Arizona. Trump, 47. Biden, 50. That's a Biden plus three in Arizona. Now, Arizona, we talked about this for, for weeks and months. Arizona, Biden had a lead in Arizona since we started this, basically since the race started. Trump basically caught Biden yesterday. Now, now we're starting to see some, obviously, a massive amount of polls come in, and that number is going to probably come back to Biden's my guess. I have not looked. I'm going to do this live with you on the states because I've been plugging in these numbers. I'm going to walk through the states as I finish, and we're going to read them together for the first time, the final averages, the four-day averages of this race on every state, battleground state. CNBC did Florida, Biden plus three. Michigan, Biden plus seven. That's been a common number in Michigan. North Carolina, Biden plus two. Pennsylvania, Biden plus four. Now, isn't that interesting? So they got common numbers in Michigan, seven. Biden, three in Florida. It's probably a little wide. Biden in Arizona by three. That's wide. But look at Penn. Look what's going on in Penn. Everybody knows Pennsylvania is where it's at. Pennsylvania is where it's at. Biden plus four in Pennsylvania, 50 to 46. Wisconsin? CNBC has that wider like everybody else does. 53 for Biden, 45 for Trump. That's a Biden plus eight. Now, remember, the inside straight I've been talking about for, what, since July, I said, listen, the easiest way for Trump to win, you win Florida, you win North Carolina, and you win Penn. Now, you say to yourself, Penn's got 800,000 more Dems. 800,000 more Dems than Republicans. Can Trump flip Pennsylvania again? Let's go to insider advantage. Did Florida? Trump, 48. Biden, 47. That's a Trump plus one in Florida. Data for, for progress. That's a left-leaning poll, but still, Biden plus seven in Pennsylvania. So you look at it that way. Maybe a, t maybe a carve a couple points off there, and that's why you're starting to see those fours and fives in Pennsylvania on the averages. Nevada, 51 Biden, 44 Trump. That's a Biden plus seven in Nevada. Florida, another Biden plus three. 51, 48. These are all data for progresses. Let's move to, to Quinnipiac. And, and everybody who's, don't laugh too loud, everybody knows I am not a fan of Quinnipiac polls. ABC and Quinnipiac, to me, I'm not even, I don't even understand it. Don't even understand how they could be polling. I don't understand how they put out numbers that they do. But let me give you the Quinnipiac numbers in Ohio. Ohio. Biden, 47. Trump, 43. That's a Biden plus four in Ohio. Let me tell you something. If that's a right number and you believe Quinnipiac at all or that becomes real... This night's over early. Quinnipiac also did Florida. 
Biden plus five. We haven't seen a Biden plus five in Florida, but I'm not surprised since it's Quinnipiac. I love to throw this poll out, but I don't do that. I plug it in. We punch out all averages because we have some left-leaning polls, some right-leaning polls. So I'll give you the number because that's what I always like to do, give you the facts of what's happening. I can't wait. I've been talking about it for, what, two weeks now. I cannot wait to go through these polling companies one by one. I'm saving this sheet and all these final numbers, and we're, I'm going to tell you the truth of who's A-rated, who's B-rated, who's C-rated, who's D-rated, who's going to be who we need to watch next time, who did it right, because there are some unbelievable crazy polls. Nothing is nothing, nothing is more crazy than the ABC poll out of Wisconsin with Biden leading by 17 points. Guys, can you believe that? ABC News. ABC News. 17-point Biden lead. Biden in his dreams as he sleeps at night doesn't think that he's up by 17 points. That's a joke. Drives me crazy that they that the ABC would lie to the public, lie to the listeners, lie to the viewers, to the general public about a poll in Wisconsin. You just can't put that poll out. You have to do that poll again to double check. Landmark did Georgia. 50 for Trump, 46 for Biden. We're seeing a little Biden solidify in Georgia. Here's another one. Trump up by four in Georgia. IPSOS with Reuters did Florida. Biden plus four, 50 to 46. They also did North Carolina. Biden up by one, 49-48. So this morning I read you 70 polls. Probably 60 of them were pushing Trump big. Tonight I'm reading you polls that are pushing Biden big. You can start to see some big big Biden numbers. You don't see any too many Trump leads here. Data for progress did Iowa, and we've seen an opening going on in Iowa for Trump. All of a sudden it broke. Three days ago it broke. 49 for Trump, 47 for Biden. That's a two-point lead for Iowa. And remember, here's the, here's the part that, that I want to leave you with. The polls, the polls is old, always old data. It's November 2nd. Nobody polled today. A few people polled yesterday. But remember, a lot of these polls are the 28th, 29th, the 30th, the 31st. So when they do their data, it's always a little old. But then they collect the data, and then they release the poll a couple days later or the next day. But they always have three or four days worth of, worth of data in them. So just remember that. You can't capture what's happening today, and it's tough to capture what happened yesterday, and we're starting to get data from two days ago in these polls. It's always something to think about, and that's what always makes the final break in the end always the unknown. And isn't that, isn't that the, the fun part when we tune in to whatever station you want to? You get to finally see the unknown. The people get to speak. And that's what's so fantastic. And listen, let's go through the states. I'm going to give you the Trump approval for the final time. Trump approval 46, disapproval 52. My national election, 
I, it was eight today. Biden up by eight. It's now back to nine because I just read you some big time numbers, tens, elevens, and twelves. So I have Biden on the national election, 52, Trump at 43. That's a Biden plus nine going into election day. Imagine that. Imagine if Biden wins by nine. Wow. Let me take you through the states. We're going to do this together. We're going to do it live. Michigan, Biden plus seven. That has been the toughest state for Trump to crack. Will it all break form in the end? Who knows? But that number has been six, seven, eight, nine since I got started. Maine two. You say to yourself, what the hell's Maine two? Maine two. Don't forget about it. It's one electoral vote that Trump won in 16. It's part of Maine's congressional district, Maine two. Super important. You say, how could one be important? I've talked about it a hundred times. It's going to be important, and it could be super critical if you get close to a tie or that one is needed. Maine, too. Don't forget about uh, tomorrow. And also the one in, in Nebraska. Super important. Those two could, could decide the election. Wisconsin, Biden plus six. That's squeezed down a hair. That's been nine. That's been eight, seven, and back down to six. Nevada, Biden plus four. Trump looking for... A miracle out in Nevada to somehow flip one state that he may need. Iowa has come back to Trump. Trump plus two now. Many. I've got Biden plus 10. I don't believe that number. I think that number is going to be tight. I'd be shocked if it's anything above four. But I talked about Minnesota early. But the average, Biden plus 10. New Hampshire, Biden plus nine. I expect that to be tighter too. But you don't see Trump going there. Anybody notice? We went there once. That was it. So that's where you got to do. You got to follow the candidates. North Carolina. I started this this whole podcast with North Carolina is going to be a war. Uh, Trump had taken an early lead in North Carolina. It was probably about a plus two. Then it became a tie. Then it got up to about a Biden plus three. It is now a tie. North Carolina. I'm reading it to you now. Is a tie on all the averages of all the polls. Ohio now, Trump plus one, Biden in Pennsylvania. Now, think, here we go, right? The whole election is going to be right on pen, right on pen. And, of course, as we've discussed, remember, Trump's got to win all the states, the, the easier states. Forget about the blue wall for a second. Let's forget about Wisconsin, Michigan, and Penn for a second. Trump needs to win Florida. Biden gets him in Florida, it's over. Biden gets him in Georgia, it's over. Biden gets him in North Carolina, it's almost over. Almost over, but it's basically over. Biden gets him in Iowa, over. Biden gets him in, in uh, Ohio, over. Biden gets him in Arizona, almost over. Almost. Things get really rough. But, so Trump's got to win all those states. And by the way, two days ago, all of those he was down in. All of the ones that he won, he was down in. Now you can start to see things coming back. So I'm going to read you Penn. Penn, Biden plus four. Now Pennsylvania was nine. And we're down to four. Will Pennsylvania, with with seven, 800,000 more Dems, break away from the Democratic Party and come back to Trump and steal 
possibly the victory in Penn. But he still has to win all those other states. Biden's got so many ways to clip Trump. Trump needs a perfect straight. Inside straight he needs. Texas, Trump plus one. Georgia, which I had Biden up earlier in the week, is now a Trump plus one. Biden was up in Georgia for a long time. Trump has now gained the one-point lead. Florida, which I read you today, some polls that were sitting at two and three. This um, Biden had Florida at, at six, at six at one point. Trump drove this down to Biden plus one yesterday. It's now a Biden plus two. We go into election day with Biden up by two in the polls. Arizona, which this morning, Biden has led every single day since he announced. Today, he it was tied. Tonight, I got Biden plus one. So that's how close we are on all the states. So with that, guys, it's around 9.30 p.m. You can roll through the polls. Not that they really matter because your vote is the only thing that matters. And that's what I, that's what I love about it. It doesn't matter which party you're in. Yeah, it's going to be tough to take a loss. You can't win them all. I'm sure we've all had wins and losses on our candidates. But you know what? The sun's coming out. And time moves on. And it goes into the history books at some point. And your vote all is all that matters. Get out there and vote. I love, love having you guys for four months. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a great, great ride. I hope everybody has a great night or an election day. And listen, let's let the people talk, right? That's what this is all about. Love you guys. We'll chat soon again after this is all over. We'll jump back on, analyze some polls. Of course, analyze the election. And uh, listen, everybody. Take care. Have a good election day. Take care.